0: I'm ready.
1: This is episode number 13 of the Homeowners Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and... Here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, hello, hello,
0: and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We are so glad that you could be with us today. We have a very special show that we are super excited to share with you. But before we get to that, we have a special new segment of the program called Conspiracy Theories with Kevin. Kevin, you got what you got for us today?
1: Well, okay, so <laughs> just a couple episodes ago, we were talking about the college playoffs, right? Yes. And we were trying to figure out, okay, who's going to get in the playoffs? And is UCF going to get in the playoffs? And I said that I think they should, yep. being un- being undefeated. And then I they think-
0: got the big old poke in the eye.
1: Of course, which <laughs> we knew was going to happen. I-, I even said they're probably not going to make it, but-, but maybe they should. They didn't
0: take my advice, so now we have to hear about it for the next seven years.
1: Right. Now, one thing they did get right is they did not put a two-loss team in there. Mm-hmm. They didn't put Georgia in there. Okay. Although, you know, some would say that they deserve to be in there over somebody else
0: not me but go ahead yeah okay
1: <laughs> so here's my conspiracy though mhm i think so so today the day we're recording this is the day that the Heisman winner will be announced right okay so two two of the top guys are Tua mm-hmm. and Murray right right so so Tua is the quarterback for Alabama Murray's the quarterback for Oklahoma and so it just so happens (laughs) by luck of the draw luck of the draw that alabama is number one oklahoma is number four and so they have to play each other Uh in the college football playoffs i think the conspiracy is let's get these guys together and see who's better yeah we want
0: the two squirreliest quarterbacks to play one another is that is that the deal pretty much
1: yep We'll see if Tua can actually handle it because he didn't finish the SEC championship. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Well,
0: it's a Big Twelve team. It may not be as stressful this time. <laughs>
1: ah, there you go. Hey, hang now. You're getting personal. Yeah, well, it's okay.
0: <laughs>
1: it's okay.
0: Fine. Uh, so you you think you think the the committee conspired to get these two guys to face off one another? It's like a boxing match now. Is that, is that sure? What it is? Okay. Sure. More right. money to be made. I think so. So do you think the other two games even matter at this point?
1: Well, I mean, I I don't think they don't matter. I just think that they definitely wanted to make sure mm-hmm. that Oklahoma played Alabama. Okay. So, and, and the only way to make sure that happens is if they're number one and four.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, like we, we kind of mentioned this before. Does does Oklahoma even have a shot in your, in your mind? No. Okay, well, there you go.
1: <laughs> no. They're going to lose, and then... That's just my prediction.
0: I'm okay with that, because Kyler's just a defector anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> More conspiracy.
0: Yeah, so let's let's go ahead and, and and move forward. You know, we're done with your conspiracy theories now. <laughs> put, the, put them to bed. We have important things to discuss. All right. Uh, we, we have the live show coming up next Monday.
1: Yeah, December the 17th. At the Thistle. At Thistle Draft Shop. That's right. Yeah, it's going to be awesome.
0: I think we we, we have some uh, some special guest planned for that and some prizes to give away. Yeah. Uh so come out, enjoy some food and beverage, good company and prizes.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fun. Monday can, night.
0: Can you think of anything better to do with a Monday night than food, beverage and prizes? And entertainment by the way.
1: Well, yeah, us. Us.
0: Yeah, I mean, the why, two of us. We were enough just
1: absolutely to begin with. I mean, who but, cares about Monday night football? But <laughs> <laughs> NFL. Whatever.
0: So anyway, we we hope you can join us, and if you have not already uh, clicked the subscription button there in iTunes, Stitcher, whatever platform you're using, listen to your... What do you listen to? What do you use, Kev?
1: I typically use iTunes. iTunes? Yeah. You don't have pocket. like
0: another app you're using to... Well, I sub- use Pocket Cast. Okay.
1: Yeah, I really like Pocket Cast.
0: Can, can you subscribe to the Homeowner Show and Pocket Cast?
1: Yeah, it's awesome. It's a great app, and you can have it automatically download... That's great. Yep,
0: send us some money there, Pocket Cast. There you go. And you can also find us on YouTube, and you can find us on our webpage at, what is
1: that, Kev? The, actually, it's not the, Uh huh. take the off, and it's homeownershow.com.
0: Homeownershow.com, That's you a can wonder. find us there. But with us today, we have our good friend Chip Van Steenberg, who is the Executive Director of Montgomery County 911. How you doing, Chip?
2: Doing well. Thank you very much. Man, we're
0: excited you could be here. Thank you. This is a kind of a unique opportunity in my mind to, uh, to talk about emergency services. I mean, and how, how these affect homeowners.
1: Yeah. I think, um, you, you know, we, Chip, we talk about a lot of various things and we've got a lot of episodes planned for specific things having to do with, you know, how to make your home run well, you know, different things like renovations, remodels, um, uh, just odd jobs and need to be done around the home to take care of your home, but um, I think one of the most overlooked things is the fact that as a homeowner, it's important to know how do I um, how do I get out of my home in a stressful situation. You know, how do I get out of my neighborhood in a stressful situation? How do I know um, lots of different things re- regarding emergency services and how those things affect me, how far I am from a fire station or a police station or lots of different things like that and uh I don't even know that most people understand when I call 911 who am I even talking to and what services do they provide because man, I hear stories Craig <laughs> of like people calling 911 to be like you know, something crazy like my dog ran away. It's like we don't really handle runaway dogs um <laughs> things like that. So, anyway, I'm excited to, to can kind of talk with you about um, emergency services.
2: Well, great. I'm happy to be here. I appreciate the invitation.
0: Yeah. So just to get us started, tell us how you got started.
2: I uh, spent about over 20 years in city management, Mm -hmm. um, working for four different cities here in Texas, two of them in Montgomery County. We moved down to Conroe in 1994 to go to work for the city of Conroe and worked there for over 10 years and then down to the city of Shenandoah here in Montgomery County and worked there for four years as the city administrator and then I decided to, uh, I'd had enough of city management so I got out of that particular moving business. to something
0: less stressful is
2: something that uh <laughs> yeah something that uh doesn't involve as many city council meetings mm, in particular is what go. I was looking for um so I did, I did some consulting on my own for a couple of years, and then this job opened up at Montgomery County 911, and I got an invitation to to apply for that, and and I've been there now for six years. Hmm. Okay. That's awesome.
0: Cool. What what's what's the process for for applying for that? I mean, is, are you sort of recruited? Is
2: they did they used uh, the board? That's Montgomery County 911 is run by a, a five member board that's appointed um, by various public entities in the county, and they hired a recruiter uh, to to go through that process.
0: And so you're not elected?
2: No. Well, that's kind of fun. I, I do. I work, <laughs> I work for a five-member board, and they're a great group of people.
0: Awesome.
1: Okay, cool. So um, what does what your job entail? What do you do?
2: Well, Montgomery County 911 is the regional 911 authority. So we coordinate the 911 service. We, we sort of stand in between the phone companies and the public safety agencies, that answer nine one one calls, so uh, we we make sure that the phone calls are going to the right nine one one call center. We uh, coordinate all the uh, we do all the addressing for the county, uh, maintain.
0: Now what what is that real quick? What's addressing?
2: Um, anytime a like a new subdivision is developed, mm-hmm. that, sub, that subdivision plat is sent to our office for the uh, to we assign the addresses. Oh okay. Or if you have a piece of property that doesn't have an address yet you call us we assign it an address so we maintain that whole database Mm. and uh, and and then the mapping that goes with that Mm. Um, we coordinate with the phone companies and then we also provide equipment and support there's four 911 call centers in Montgomery County um, each run by a different public safety agency we provide equipment to them and support to them in the networks that they operate off of
0: Wow that's a bunch. I had no idea that you guys are the ones that assigned addresses. Yes, that's really cool. So, like, what was what the process for that?
2: It's uh, it's it's a very simple process. Uh, if you have it, if it's a platting issue, you know, mm. it's a new subdivision. Um, there's a there's a plating process that you've got to get that approved by either the city or the county, depending upon where you're located. One step in that process is to send the plat to our office, and we will. Um, Put the addresses on the streets, mm-hmm. on, on all the lots, and sh- you show that 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 has been done. You go out there like gets like
1: with a
0: wooden stake or something it's, like that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's it's drawing it on a map. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Or if you've got a piece of property, and this happens a lot, where folks um, have a piece of property that doesn't have an address on it yet. Uh, they'll call us to to get an
0: address, or if like piece of property gets subdivided or something correct. like that. Okay, correct.
2: That's the plating process
0: I'm yeah. speaking of. Yeah.
1: I guess I just thought the postal service <laughs> did that kind of stuff.
0: <laughs> we work with the postal
2: service, but uh, uh, no, it's it, it's a, it, In every or, every county's different. Uh, mm-hmm. Down in Harris County, the electric company oh, uh, okay. does all the addressing because usually the first address you need is for a temporary power pole, mm. and so the electric company gets into the business of signing addresses down in, in Harris County.
0: Yeah, and he's he's just being humble, man. He's like, no, the post office answers to me. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I feel like Apple Maps should answer to him.
0: <laughs> Google Maps, Apple Maps, they answer to
2: no one. <laughs> <laughs> we will. Uh, we don't know where they get their addresses sometimes.
0: No, I don't do either. That.
1: <sighs> it's frustrating.
0: It's all don't get me started. Everything's man. algorithms.
1: <laughs> I guess so. Okay, cool.
0: Well, so so what is? So I know you oversee the call centers. And and so what what is but like it, is it just 911 or are you also overseeing like 411s and other things like that or is it just 911
2: Well our our organization does not oversee the call centers we just are partners with the partners call centers. with okay so like the largest one in, in in Montgomery County is the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office Okay um, they answer about 80% of the 911 calls in the county that's run by the Sheriff's Office it's staffed by the Sheriff's Office we provide support we also support, provide some funds for the sheriff to hire uh, some of the call takers, um, but th- we don't have a four one one or a three one one call service here in Montgomery County. Those are available in other places. Sure. We, we don't happen to have one here. Um, they just they have a ten digit line that they publish if you need if you need assistance, but it's not an emergency. Mm-hmm. You know they've got a number that they publish, and um, so those those calls are answered at the same location across our equipment. They use that our equipment for that as well. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's more in the call center. Uh, the number of non-emergency calls that they answer and process is about twice the number of nine-one-one calls.
0: Hmm. And and so I, I think you said you guys help provide equipment for those call centers. We do. And, and so is that something that has to be consistently updated? It does. Yeah. Yes. I mean, are you are you guys like digital systems, hardline systems? What are you guys What are you guys running with?
2: Well, that's we're, we've got a hybrid. So the we're still operating on the original. Nine one one platform. By the way, we're celebrating fifty years of nine one one calls this year. The oh, first nine one one call was uh, nineteen sixty eight in the community um, in Alabama. I think it's Haleyville or Haleyville, Alabama. Wow. Was the first nine one one call. We're still operating on that platform, mm-hmm. that that architecture.
1: And so oh, Alabama is still number one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No matter. What, it's conspiracy, okay. Kevin. It's all, all conspiracy. Right. Uh. All right. Just, sorry to interrupt. Keep going.
2: Nobody beats Alabama. <laughs> no. <laughs> So uh, we're have still the operating- most emergencies. <laughs> <laughs> that that copper line system. Um, uh, it's kind of a cent- it's a centralized nine one one architecture where all the calls go to a central point in an, in a geographic region. In our region in Houston, Houston, there's two 911 nodes. So if you if you call nine one one, your your call's getting routed to that node way down in the medical center mm-hmm. in Houston from this area and then that call will come back to Montgomery County. Mm. So all that is operating That sounds like
0: it's slow, but it's pretty instantaneous. It oh, is very yeah. instantaneous.
2: <laughs> and all that operates off that original architecture, but once inside our call center, uh we're all, we we convert that to a, a an IP uh, process. Okay. And the the uh, whole industry is working on upgrading everything to IP. Mm. It'll be IP from beginning to end. That's in the in the works and hopefully that's the end game I mean, 2023 hopefully is what we're heading okay.
0: for yeah. so All can right. you can you walk us through i mean say someone calls 911. Mm-hmm. i mean can you can you sort of take us through that call process from when that person makes that call to the, the person that they're talking to and then what happens i imagine it depends on the emergency but like can you can you sort of take us through that process like because i imagine you guys are part of that training for those those call takers
2: yeah, and let me just with the caveat that most of what I'm going to discuss is specific to Montgomery, Montgomery County. County, sure, where we're located, um, and some of it's applicable in other places. But uh, there's always a few. 911 is a great example of a, a federal federal program. Right, it's 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 locally and state run. Mm-hmm. Very little uh, direction or funding or. Um, uh, regulation from the federal government, so it's going to vary a little bit as you go from location to location. But here in Montgomery County, when you dial 911, your call is going to go to one of two call centers, depending upon where you're located. You either go to the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office, or you'll go to the Conroe Police Department, and those two agencies will handle all law enforcement calls for the county, because the sheriff, through an arrangement, older ancient arrangement. Uh, dispatches for all the other cities in Montgomery County, they're all very small organizations. Um, so if you have a law enforcement issue, that call is going to be handled, processed with that with that initial 911 call. If you need uh, fire or emergency medical services, you're going to get transferred to a secondary call center. We call them PSAPs in our industry jargon. It stands for public safety answer- answering points. You'll get transferred to a secondary PSAP. Uh, we have a unique entity here in montgomery county that uh, the montgomery county hospital district that provides ems service countywide mm-hmm. so they are excellent dispatchers for emergency medical issues if you have emergency medical you're going to get transferred to the hospital district um, and not only will they get an ambulance going to you but they're going to go through a lot of questions and protocols before the ambulance ever gets there hmm. so you'll have uh, some treatment that'll be planned on on en route hmm. in fact they're They handle um, emergency medical calls for a lot of the rural areas of Texas. Mm. They don't have professional uh, EMS dispatchers. Yeah. So that they've got the protocols and the the physician's um, instructions that they can provide across Texas. If it's a fire call, you're going to get transferred to the Woodlands Fire Department. Unless you're in the city of Conroe, that's that's the only... uh, Uh, exception to the rule but anywhere in Montgomery County if you've got a a fire call the Woodlands Fire Department is going to dispatch for that no matter where it is in the county the Conroe fire is dispatched by the hospital district so if you're in the city of Conroe now the uh, there's two important things to note about calling from a cell phone about 80% of 911 calls are made from wireless Mm -hmm. wireless phones and um, the first thing to note is that the call is routed based upon the location of the cell tower okay so that's going to mean that occasionally there's going to be some misroutes. as i drove into to this uh to the studio here today craig i noticed i crossed a sign just down the road that says you're leaving conroe city limits (laughs) uh so when you that's a
0: fun story i can tell you later (laughs) (laughs) when
2: you call 911 you may hit a cell tower in Uh conroe city limits depending upon whose service you're using and what the cell towers or capacity is for that day so you may go your call May go into the city of Conroe and mm-hmm. to be answered by conroe p d they'll have to transfer you to the sheriff's office okay. so so the call's routed based upon the location of the cell tower, which means occasionally you're going to hit the wrong jurisdiction. Mm. second thing you need to know is that um, you' the the only thing that we get from from a cell call is we don't have your name and we don't have your address mm. we have the the carrier that you that that made the handled the call and also um we have the address of the cell tower, and we will get, usually a couple seconds behind the call, we'll get an approximate location provided by your cell phone company. Okay. So that could be accurate anywhere to within 50 meters, which is not real accurate. Sure. So um, that location information can get better over time, uh, depending upon how fa- fast the call process is and how call- how fast it's answered, usually the, the call taker already has that location when they answer the phone um, but the order of the process is route the call first and then go get the location information and send it to the call center so it, it's it'll lag a couple seconds behind
0: um, yeah I'm curious as to how far away you can be from a cell tower I mean like I don't I don't know the distance I mean could could you be like two miles away from us I don't know how far that, that Sometimes reaches. they can hop if
2: a cell tower's got too much capacity they may even push you to another cell tower
0: which is could be even further away further away right
2: okay but uh, generally 2 miles i don't think you could hit a cell tower from 2 miles away i'm not I don't i'm know. not an engineer i, mean, I, don't, I don't know yeah <laughs> the, the 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 trend is to actually go smaller mhm um, especially as 5g comes into a, an area um, we're talking about very small nodes mhm the goal of the uh, carriers is to get you onto fiber as soon as possible right so a small small node that could only cover like a two 500 foot radius uh, for example like on a street pole or a a traffic pole and try to get you off the air and Mm -hmm. onto uh onto digit onto fiber as quick as possible that's the that's the the route that we're seeing
0: so do you have like the inside scoop is that coming is or is that already here
2: there is lots of activity uh-huh. i can't tell you which carriers are starting to 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 get those nodes ready there's lots uh-huh. of fiber going in the ground to support that uh obviously the more dense locations um we'll, we'll see that first like yeah. into houston and parts of montgomery county hmm. it'll it'll be a little bit longer for the further what you get from the, <laughs> the dense areas
1: hmm. yeah well that's really interesting so i i guess one of the things is if you have a home phone Basically, you're telling us that you get a lot better, um, you get more information about where that's coming from, which allows you to route it more specifically.
2: That's correct. Uh, yeah. the, the old traditional landline or even a VoIP phone, hmm. um, give, that's, that information is passed through a database based okay. on the phone number. So we get your, your customer name customer address and your phone number Mm -hmm. that's sent there um
1: so i guess it would be helpful if you did live in a more rural area to make sure that you had a home phone a landline of some sort
2: i always recommend if you've got a landline right now and you and you you wonder not whether you should keep it um most uh, you can get it for very cheap or free a lot of times in, Mm -hmm. in, in combination with the package of cell phone service or i'm sorry um television internet service. or television yeah. service. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and keep it and I don't have a phone connected to mine, but I have a phone that I keep in storage mm. so that if the power goes out, you know, the the old phone system, the power is supplied through the through the telephone line. Mm-hmm. Sure. So you could have power out and still be able to dial 911 or, or make other calls as well. So yes, I recommend if you've got a landline, it's an, it's not bothering you, just go ahead and keep it and mm. put the phone away if you don't like to hear it ring.
0: Like how much how much time is I mean like what's your efficiency increase based off being able to get that address off that landline versus a cell phone where you're like this is my address or I can locate that person within fifty meters. I imagine that's pretty exponential.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't have that um I don't have the metric on, on,
0: on yeah. how much but I would imagine it's increased. more efficient for you guys. Yes. Because yeah?
2: we have a dispatch what's called a dispatchable address mm-hmm. um is that does speed that process up because when you call nine one one on a cell phone, the first thing they're going to ask you is, you know, what's your what's your location? Yeah. Well, besides what's your emergency, uh, they'll also ask for for your location and try to try to get a name from you as well. And uh, a lot of people don't know their location. You know, they're most the great thing about cell phones we take them with us everywhere, mm-hmm. and you make a nine one one call, you don't necessarily know the address of, of the building you're in.
1: when I would assume that the stress level of a person yes legitimately calling nine one one that, that also overrides their ability to to think rationally about oh I'm in this location right. I would think
2: that's correct but our our dispatchers really know the communities very well mm-hmm. and uh, people start giving landmarks and they can hone in on that it, but it does mm-hmm. it, there can be some hiccups with that there can be some problems and that that uh, fifty meter radius is usually like the worst case scenario yeah you know they they it's usually um, better than that and then over time they, it will get better they can do the dispatchers can do what's called a rebid where they ask the carrier to update that but that location is based on triangulation mm-hmm. and uh, the, the capabilities of your handset if you've got a gps in there so it takes a little while to hone in on it it's mm. not the same location technology that's used by an app for example like uber or Domino's or anybody else that's knows your location it's a different type of technology
1: sure so let me let me ask you this question in conjunction with that specifically so uh smartphones these days uh if you're if you're updated on the latest operating system most of them have emergency information inside the phone now that's typically for if someone arrives on a scene and they find a cell phone it's got information for that person that's correct um is there any way that you and you may not not know this, but is there any way that you can enable any type of location services if you use an emergency number? Like if you were to call from your cell phone 911, is there a way to enable a location service connected to that? Do you know?
2: It's a great question, and the answer is is that it's already done for you. Oh, but that's a very recent development. Uh, Apple came first uh, in the fall, and then uh, just a, a month or two later, Android. Okay. Adopted that process, so
0: so there you go. Apple cares more about
2: people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're the Alabama of all cell phones.
3: <laughs> so when
2: you dial nine one one, it automatically turns on all your location services. Oh, and it provides that to a clearinghouse. Um, whether or not your nine one one call center can receive that information is a different question, and how they receive that information. Okay, because it's so new. Um, there's there's not a lot of dispatchers that are going to see that yet, hmm. but from what I've seen on product demonstrations, that's that's going to be coming soon. Great. So we'll get both the the carrier provided location and the what we call commercial location uh, based upon the uh, location services on your phone, and those will be both displayed on the same map. Right now in Montgomery County, we provide a product to our call centers that does show that location, but it's on a separate map. That's not mm. as quite as prominent as their primary map. Mm. So, uh, so they've got to go look for it and it's, but it's there in case they're, they're trying to find a location.
1: Yeah. I'm sure that's all just a process of making sure that, you know, the technology on this end matches up with the technology on your end. And the, the, surely there's a, there's a lag time involved and hopefully over time that will get better and better and better.
2: Right. Right. Okay. The, uh, my personal opinion, sometimes government regulation slows down adapt, adapting to new technology. Okay. Right? So the FCC, a long time ago, made a, made a requirement back in the 90s for cell phone companies to provide location for on 911 calls. And they did that based upon the assumption that, at the time, if you were at home, you were going to use your landline to call 911. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're only going to use the cell phone if you're outdoors. So they developed an outdoors location accuracy requirement and if you recall those were the days before we had smartphones we were just looking at flip phones they had used the triangulation technology that regulation has stuck hmm. you know we so as as the cell phone and smartphone industry has adapted and location services has improved we're still using a 1990s technology mm-hmm. the good news is that rules changed um it's being the new location uh, uh regulations are being phased in over the next few years so so it should get better and better. Both on the routing side, we're going to try to route you based upon your location, not on your, not on the location of your cell phone, and then on delivering an accurate, ad, an accurate location to the call taker when he or she answers the phone.
0: Hmm. So government regulations slowing things down. As How you dare fl- you, sir?
1: <laughs> 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 I say that as a 25-year <laughs>
2: government employee.
1: Cause. Yeah, there you go. That's okay. Well, so so um, another question that I've I've got is, you know, you mentioned. You mentioned police department. You mentioned fire department. Um, I I don't know that I've ever seen something written down or told to me at some point. This is what to call nine one one four, and this is not what to call nine one one four. Can you walk us through some general information that if i'm if I'm talking to my child, for example, um, just about safety around my home, what types of things would I tell them? For this instance call 911 protection
2: of, of life and property are what well, are the general uh, guidelines that are given on call 911 if you feel like life or property is in danger it's it's time to call 911 okay um, the call centers that we work with here in Montgomery County uh, will encourage you to call 911 if that's if you're not sure you can mm. still call. Okay. Um you're not going to be like fined or something like no. that. Okay. There is there is a a criminal um uh offense for misusing 911 but you know that's rarely put to the test and believe me there are certain citizens around here that have tested the patience of uh, <laughs> of our 911 services I but bet. they're very patient with them. But obviously you know if, if 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 it's something that happens on the rare occasion they are that's definitely not going to be uh, a concern. So, so uh, protection of life and property. If you feel like either one of those are in danger, call 911. And if you've, even if you've got a question about whether or not you can should call 911, go ahead and do it. There are um, numbers published on our website mcc911.org that are non-emergency numbers that you can call. Uh, sometimes th- those are lower priority calls, and sometimes it may take a while to get answered. But um, if you if you don't feel like it's a 911 situation but you still want to talk to somebody in emergency services you can you can find one of those 10-digit numbers.
1: Yeah we had a situation um, I don't know about a month ago where I was actually I was in traveling another uh, state and uh, staying with some friends and a guy uh, was just walking down the middle of the road and it was clear that he was not all there um, mentally and so I, I was just legitimately concerned that he might hurt himself, um, but I, I didn't think that was a 9 one thing, so I I just called the local police department instead. And so I guess that you've answered my question, though, what, you know, life and property, those are the, the reasons to call. So um, if let, – let's say that I call and it's not a life or property situation, does that then get re rerouted or is it just – how does, how does that ha- how's that handled on on the nine one one side?
2: Once a call comes in, it goes into a system that the uh, agencies use called a CAD, a computer aided dispatch. So those those types of calls are uh, prioritized. So if you had a, a lower level call, let's say you just want to talk to an officer because you've seen someone suspicious in the neighborhood, um, you know that's going to go in at a certain priority as opposed to somebody who's got you know an active Situation going on right then. Okay. You so the call won't get rerouted. You'll just. Uh, it'd be very rare for a call taker to ask you to hang up and call back on a non, non-emergency line. There are separate processes. The the nine one one system um, goes across special trunk lines, and it is a it's it's got a higher level of priority and technology behind it, but. I doubt you'll be asking it to hang up and call. They'll just go ahead and enter
0: your information and prioritize it okay. as necessary. Okay. So I, I imagine there's like a threshold of what makes it a legitimate call. And I'm I'm curious if, if there's anything that comes to mind that was just like a ridiculous use of 911 here in Montgomery <laughs> County. I mean, like, I don't know. It, can, you, can you think of anything that, that's happened that hear, you can share?
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nothing comes to mind right now. I hear uh, the call takers talk a lot. Yeah, they, they could tell you all sorts of stories, and they do tell, they do tell some good stories. Um, directions, uh, directions are the one they get a lot. <laughs> like know. how to get
0: somewhere? Yeah, how do I get yes, to McDonald's? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking in my mind like, I, 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 I know some mothers who like if there was a broken finger would think. This is a life and property situation, you know, like nine one one, what do I do? And then it's like, well, splint the finger.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So, um, so obviously we're, we're a podcast that is to help homeowners. So in your mind, is there something as a homeowner that you would, you would tell someone who is a homeowner, these are some, you know, Just things regarding things that I know as an emergency services person that you should think about when it comes to how you either have your home set up, the way you interact at home, if a situation happens um, this may be a a protocol Um, I, I would assume that most people do not have any type of major exit strategy for their home you know, we live in an in a area that's high flood possibilities, so maybe they've got some protocols that they go for that. You know, if you live in an area of the country where tornadoes are, are a threat, you may know some things like that. But are, are there any any specific things that you would suggest right now?
2: Yeah, a couple things. First, the first thing and the easiest thing you can do is go take a look at your home from the street and see how easy it is for uh, an emergency service personnel to find your home hmm. to find your address is your address easily displayed and can they tell quickly when they've reached your home because that's a challenge it's important for the pizza man too <laughs> <laughs> exactly a <laughs> uh, second thing um you know as you mentioned there are different types of emergencies that are more prominent depending upon the location so here you know hurricanes and, and floods are major uh, issues here, as opposed to earthquakes in other parts of the country, or tornadoes further north in Texas, um, are more severe. It seems like so. So you've got to, you can know to be prepared for different types of emergencies. But everybody should be able. And the goal is for you to be self-sufficient for about 72 hours. Mm-hmm. You know, when when the big one comes, whatever the big one is. Sure. Uh, emergency services are going to be stressed to the limit. And if you're able to take care of yourself, that's that's that really helps out. So, okay. um, you know, make sure that you've got some good perishable food and enough water. If you've got uh, medicine or that needs refrigerated, or if you've got somebody on oxygen, you're going to need a generator. Um, so, mm-hmm. just uh, just evaluate what it would take for you to live off the grid. If power were if power were down for 72 hours, emergency services were stretched the limit. You know, and if that means evacuation, like we get. Great warnings on hurricanes around here. Yeah, if you can get out, if you need to get out, and or gets get some somebody out that's a little more um, vulnerable, mm-hmm. you know, take 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 the time to do that. Were you were you working
0: emergency run. services last time we had an evacuation? Uh, yes. Yeah.
2: I. You talking about Hurricane Ike? Yeah. Yes, I was city administrator for Shenandoah. Oh my gosh. Which was, I won't say it was ground zero, but it was. <laughs> you know they. Where the Interstate 45 went from four lanes to two lanes, yeah, uh, we were just south of that. So, okay, it uh, wasn't Ground it Zero, was,
1: but it was Ground Alabama. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: four four lanes northbound um, turned into uh, about thirteen lanes northbound. Wow, wow. when you count out of the service roads on both sides of the freeway, and they weren't going anywhere. Yeah, it yeah. was all parked. No,
0: I vividly remember that. One, it was on my birthday. Oh wow. Two, I was hauling three horses. Mm. uh can you I mean like imagine getting stuck on on that nightmare with hauling and all that so wow yeah
2: yeah that yeah. was uh you know and people require <laughs> emergency services that were just it was it was hot yeah mm. uh, we had pets pass away had somebody pass away uh, in shenandoah uh, that was sitting in a car that day mm. um uh, we had to close a store we had to use the um, the mayor's powers of uh emergency. To, to close the store because it was getting close to a, a rioting situation wow. oh my gosh so um they, they had very very few supplies left um and people were just going nuts the local management wanted to close but their their higher-ups were telling them to stay open and it was uh everybody was looking for a place to go to the bathroom and they were looking for supplies and there was neither one of those
3: wow yeah.
1: that's crazy
0: yes. and so you you guys were the ones that actually went in and shut that down or we did
2: man our police department did yeah Wow, that's crazy! Much to the relief of the local staff. Yeah,
1: well, sure. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> when it comes to emergency services, safety is the number one concern, right? Yes. Keep people safe, and so I can imagine in those situations, it's it's time to keep people safe. You got to do what you got to do.
0: Correct. Yeah. So, are there technology items that people can have in their homes that make it easier for you guys to be helpful? Sure. That's uh, another.
2: Thank you, Craig, for that segue. You are even, welcome. I didn't even prepare you for <laughs> uh, Here in Montgomery County, we, we have a, uh, a, a service that we offer that you can create a, what's called a safety profile mm-hmm. and attach all your phone numbers for your household onto that profile so that if anyone calls 911 from any of those numbers, that profile is going to pop up. Hmm. So you can have your, your names, obviously, the address of your, of your house, Things about your house that you'd like people to know, first responders. If you've got a, a way to enter the house, a gate code or a garage code or um, multiple facilities on one property, Craig, like <laughs> this compound here. Easy. <laughs> compound. I like that. I like it. If you've got uh, somebody that's got some some medical conditions, allergic reactions, maybe you got somebody with dementia that lives mm-hmm. on, or if you got uh, communication issues, yeah, um, deaf of hard of hearing. All the information is going to be uh, in their profile. You can upload pictures of your family. Hmm. Um, you can put on your pets, emergency contacts, uh, vehicles, license plate numbers. So if somebody calls 911, even if they can't communicate, now the, the call taker's got all that information available to them. So maybe if your child calls 911, for example, mm-hmm. um, you know the dispatcher's got that information. They can do that by going to smart911.com. Okay. You can create your profile. We have partnered with, uh, this company's called Rave Mobile Safety. They're out of Boston, so this product is available um, across the country, but not in every community. But your smart 911 profile goes with you. So mm-hmm. if you're, for example, Kevin, the, the whole state of Arkansas has smart 911. Okay. So if you had created a profile up there, it would still be, when you call 911 here in Montgomery County, your profile would, would still show up at the call center because both us and Arkansas have access to that information.
1: Okay. So that that smart911.com is going to be the place where if you're not in Texas, if you're not in Montgomery County specifically, um, maybe you're in upstate New York, um, I could go there and see if it's offered. Correct. Is that the way that works?
2: You can enter your your zip code and it will tell you if it's offered. Okay. As well. Yeah.
3: Cool.
0: Is there reciprocity on that on a lot of states?
2: There's... um, there's other prod other vendors that provide that product okay unfortunately there's not a way to cross platforms right Mm. now so
1: well but that's okay as long as you know what it is in your state yeah as long as you know what it is in your state or specifically your county where you're going to reside most of the time right um and what let's say i don't know uh is there who would you recommend calling in order 911 is probably not the right number <laughs> to call and find out is there a way I can update a profile just in case I call this number Correct. in the Please future don't. Do not do that. So what's a how, <laughs> how do I get a hold of the right person to find out is there a way that I can create a profile? The police call call police department maybe? I would
2: think that would be the best place, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Is that? I mean, I, I, I'm wondering for like Montgomery County, is that like on our Montgomery County website that you can do that or? It's, you will
2: find it on various Montgomery County websites. Yeah. MC911.org is is the website of our organization. Uh, a lot of people assume we're an agency of the county, but we're not. We're a separate, total okay. independent unit or local government. So um, you won't find it on, so you find it on our website. You'll find it, I believe on the sheriff's City of Conroe, different places you can find that information. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, if your local police department should be able to tell you if they've got a service like that. Greater, uh, Greater Harris County, uh, which is a uh, partner agency to ours, They're, they cover both Harris and Fort Bend County. They've got a similar service, uh, but it's not Smart 911. It's mm-hmm. uh, something that they developed themselves. and okay. that's You go to their website at ghc911.org. Um, you can register for theirs but if you live in Montgomery County and work in Harris County you can fill out profiles in both places because you may call 911 while you're at work so okay. and it's vice versa if you if you visit Montgomery County a lot you can create a profile as well, well because that gives us your fu- your name and in and, and, and an address mm-hmm. which we don't have right now when you call Wait, on a cell phone or something on like that phone, yeah correct
0: so I'm, I'm curious like for instance, where we're at right now, there you won't get cell service because this is kind of like a metal building. Right. But um, there's Wi-Fi. So, like, say I have like an old cell phone, which is that's what I let my kids play on all the time, and they dial nine one one on that. That's gonna get routed. How? Well, uh, two two issues there. Yeah.
2: Um, a long time ago, FCC mandated that. Any cell phone that can get, any cell phone, uh, can dial 911. Whether it's got a, a SIM card in it or not, mm-hmm. if we call them non-initialized cell phones. Okay. So you, they, if if you've got an old cell phone that you're letting your child play with, yeah, and doesn't have a SIM card in it, and they can't make phone calls, they can, can still
0: call 911. Oh, that's cool.
1: Or not cool. Well, cool, or not cool, yeah. <laughs> Especially
0: if you think. I get mean, it I, I'm, I'm thinking safety-wise. I'm glad it can do yes, that, and that's, yeah.
2: that was the reason for it, for safety reasons as well. It does get abused from time to time, um, because we can't. We get no location services. We get no carrier information. We don't get anything off that. So make sure that uh, that you can speak when you call, because uh, otherwise it would be it's pointless. Useless. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's one thing. Another thing is a lot of. Uh, Cell phones do, or smartphones do have the ability to make Wi-Fi calling right now. So you have to turn that on. And when you turn on Wi-Fi calling, it's going to ask you for an address. Um, this happened just recently. We were up for a, a family wedding in Pennsylvania, very rural western Pennsylvania. And we were renting a house, and there was woods and cornfields all around us. There was no cell towers. So I turned on Wi-Fi calling for the first time. So I entered my, my address at home because... Uh, that's where I'd be calling from most of the time. If I had called 911 while mm-hmm. I was in Pennsylvania, it would have been answered at Conroe Police Department, ah, not wow. rural Western Pennsylvania, because it would have used that particular address for the routing. So when you turn on wireless calling, it will try to locate you and route you that way, but most of the time it's using it's Wi-Fi toward... calling because yeah, because you can't get a cell tower service. Okay. So wow. uh, just be aware that uh, you might wind up back home. Same thing with... Uh, like a nomadic VoIP, like if you've got Magic Jack or Vonage or uh, Skype, even for your phone call mm-hmm. if you uh, they'll, they'll generally ask you for an address when you sign up for that service, uh, so if you call 911 on that it's going to route to that address. Oh, wow. which we've had some interesting stories I think uh, I think the farthest away we had was Seoul, South oh, Korea, wow. <laughs> where somebody dialed 911 I on don't there. think we
0: support that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: On their on their laptop, they a lot of people that stay on the road and use their laptops for for their phone service. Uh, wow. yeah, this person was having some medical issues in Seoul, South Korea, dialed nine one one and wound up at the Montgomery County Sheriff's mm. Office. Goodness.
0: So is nine one one not just a an American thing? I mean, or Canadian thing? Is it international now? It's
2: international, but not necessarily the same number. Okay. And I'm sorry that I can't remember some of the different numbers. <sighs> so disappointing but, uh, yes <laughs> there, was, there was every once in a while there'll be this resurgence of a, uh, a, a Facebook post that gets circulated that tells you to call a different number because mm-hmm. it's faster um, that's just that's that's an urban myth it's 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 the international number that's used in Europe is the one I see mm-hmm. most phones will automatically um, convert it for you so if you took your phone internationally dial 911 but the local number was something different it would convert convert it it. and then vice versa. So, but, but not all phones do. So if you think, oh, I'm safe just to, just to dial one, one, two, I think is the European number.
3: Uh
1: Um, Yeah. And a lot of them are one, one, nine, which is the opposite of (laughs) nine, one, one.
2: You think, oh, I'll just dial (laughs) that. Thank you for clarifying that, Kevin.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I know lots of useless information like that.
2: (laughs) So don't, don't fall for any, Uh, we see a lot of them don't fall for any anything on social media that says hey do this instead your Uh phone call will get answered faster because that's not true okay Mm. so just be careful anything that requires you to register your own address just understand that that's that's an important calculation in how your cell phone call will be routed and Mm. it
1: can be very helpful yes i mean because again like you said you're in pennsylvania but most of the time you're not (laughs) right it's just the way that goes
0: well, so we're we're running up on an hour here. Is is there anything that you wish more people knew about emergency services? I mean, maybe specific to Montgomery County or just in general?
2: Hmm. Let me I do I have one other thing I want yeah, to cover yeah. real quick and then I'll answer that question. We uh we do have the ability now, at least in Montgomery County and really all of the Houston area, to text to nine one one. So um so that if you it, can't speak, if you can't speak or
1: especially know, in, a, in a, maybe a, a situation where you don't need to speak, right? Don't, don't like, want to speak, don't want to speak because of a, a certain situation, you don't know what, want them calling. You don't want someone else knowing you're calling.
2: Yeah, we get that a lot with domestic violence, sure as mm. well. So that's, uh, that's a service that is um, rapidly expanding across the country. Uh, all of the greater Houston area has that ability now. We, we do say call if you can, but if you can't, um, you know, you can send a text to 911.
0: Okay, great. Wow. That's cool.
2: Um, the other thing, I guess, uh, people, um, you shouldn't believe what they see in movies on how great the technology is. Um, we don't always know where you are exactly. We don't have uh, the, the, the location that we get from you does not... Automatically update. So if you're if you're driving down the road, for example, calling nine one one, you know we don't see the breadcrumbs unless we ask the cell phone company to give us an updated location. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you move and don't tell us, uh, you know we're going to go to the to the old place where you were. Um, and then it's all it's really is. It's going to be different wherever you go because. We have this great system in the united states of federalism um we let local authorities make local decisions for emergency services so don't just assume if you move from one community to the other that it's going to operate like it does you know most communities in texas the fire department operates the ambulances mm-hmm. that's not the case here in montgomery county okay none of the fire departments run paramedic service although they will go out and assist but right usually the the first unit to show up on the scene is a fire fire truck They're closest but typically yeah but your fire department doesn't operate the ambulances mm. um, you'll probably get a bill for that service as mm-hmm. well so make sure you get ready for that and, and contact your insurance company a lot of times that's strictly an insurance uh, decision yeah um but yeah things are going to be
0: you know but some things aren't i mean like we, we actually had a fire here yes that i mean like i was anticipating that being a bill and it wasn't. I mean, it's like, we went to the fire department. Like, what do we owe you? And we're like, that's what we do.
2: <laughs> right. So what you pay taxes for right? But yeah. Yeah. Here in Montgomery County, for example, there's really only two traditional municipal fire departments. The city of Conroe runs a fire department. The Woodlands runs a fire department. Although the Woodlands is not a city. It's a special township district or entity, township, which there's only one in Texas. So it's, a, it's their own set of... Uh, Of laws that they have specific to the woodlands but it operates kind of like a city and they've got a fire department all the other fire departments here started as as uh, volunteer fire departments they've now um, evolved into emergency service districts which has some taxing authority behind it so they're not they answer to nobody but but the emergency service district so um, they're run by boards appointed by the county commissioner's court they're not attached to cities okay so every so that's going to be different yeah as you move around, huh so that's the thing I would say is just um, familiarize yourself with your local volunteer or your local emergency service providers.
1: Great, yeah, oh well, cool. well, um that's all really good information I, I guarantee there's stuff here that uh, I didn't know uh, before we started, so so I'm gonna go for... with
0: all of it <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's the way it should be. Most folks uh, don't need to know uh, but occasionally when you get that get that opportunity to call, like you said, it's not. Usually it's not their best day. Yeah, they're, right. they're a little panicked, stressed out. Yep. So just be prepared to give that location. Okay. You got to start thinking about that sometimes before you make the call. It's like, where am I? How mm-hmm. am I going to tell these these folks where we are?
1: Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, um, I guess it's uh, time to transition to the last portion of our show here, which is the final four. The
0: final four.
1: Woo-hoo. All right. So uh, these are just four questions we ask each of our guests, and um, we'll see if you pass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first question is, what is the must-have tool that you won't leave the house without?
2: Well, if, if it's for my job, I, my backpack's got my surface in it and my hotspot because okay. we're technology. We're a technology agency. Right. Most likely it's going to be a technology uh, solution to, to whatever the problem is but if I'm coming to your house mm-hmm. to help you with something um, I don't I don't have a lot of really good tools so I'm gonna grab my best one which is a drill yeah and uh, make sure I've got that with me because I can do a lot of damage with that
1: yes you can
0: surface pro he's cheating on Apple
1: dude <laughs> <laughs> hey well whenever the government buys you Stuff you got to use what they give you, right? That's
0: right, it's a technology floozy. Yes. Look at him, <laughs> you know. I, I've got love I got love in my heart for all. <laughs> That's right.
1: There you go, just like a government official. <laughs> 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 Number two, what's a job you've walked away from? So, so maybe maybe a job at your house or just a, something that at some point you just threw your hands up and said. I'm done with this. I'm going to call in somebody else to take care of this.
2: I used to tackle a lot of things myself, but anything plumbing related, mm. I've decided it's, I cause more problems than I fix. <laughs> right? Anytime you touch the plumbing, yeah, you're going to mess something up. So I've got this wonderful neighbor. He's a plumber for uh, the Aldine school district, I think. And uh, he's got the tools with mm. him and, and he usually just charges me like a case of beer. And uh, Nice. Yeah. So I, 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 I get Bob. My neighbor. For <laughs> Bob. Listening to Bob.
1: Hey, you know, that's not a bad arrangement. <laughs> Find out who your neighbors are. That's right. Some of them can be more helpful than you realize. <laughs> like our neighbors our neighbors work for Borden, milk. And so regularly they just bring us over nice. milk, which is awesome. So yeah.
2: altruistic totally altruistic uh, reason for getting Uh, to know your neighbors. But you might get some side
1: benefits. You might get some side benefits.
0: Chocolate milk. Nothing wrong with baking a pie every once in a while. That's right.
1: (laughs) Tis the season to meet your neighbors.
0: (laughs) That's right.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: All right. uh, Third question. How do you wind down at the end of a long day just to kind of de-stress and um, you know get ready for whatever is going to come the next day?
2: Just about every evening my wife and I will go for a walk mm. um, we have a, a route in our neighborhood it's about a little over two miles okay. and uh, we do that probably four or five times a week oh. and we found it's good first of all for your mental health just de-stress. we used to take the kids push them in the stroller yeah. or they'd ride their bikes um, now it's just the two of us mm. and uh, uh, so we've been doing that for probably almost all the 30 years we've been married Wow and it just it's such part of the routine that when it doesn't happen you know it kind of gets me a little twitchy so uh so that's 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 something i look forward to every evening
0: cool that's awesome
1: yeah and uh this area you can do that almost almost uh, almost 365 days a year yeah absolutely all right so last question what is one of the best pieces of wisdom or advice that you've ever been given
2: yeah i think it's uh that there's a different season different seasons of life so enjoy the season that you're in don't look don't look forward to the next one cuz it's going to come and then this season that you're in right now is going to close out so just enjoy you know when your kids are young or if you don't have kids enjoy that when your kids are young enjoy that we're in a, a new phase of life for us with the empty nest and there's uh, there's lots to enjoy about that. I miss some I miss some of the activities mm-hmm. uh, that we used to be involved in, but we lived those to the fullest, so I don't have don't have any regrets. And now we're we're in this next stage.
1: Cool. So be in the moment. That's right. Okay. Love it. I do too.
0: So Chip, if, if anybody has any questions or wants to reach out to you, how do they get a get a hold of you? They can either call me
2: or send me an email. Uh, our office number is or my direct line is nine three six. Five two three five nine one five, or send an email to me at c vansteenberg. That's c v a n s t e e n b e r g at mc nine one one dot org dot org.
0: Awesome. We'll link that up in the show notes as
2: well.
1: Great. Yeah, along with smart nine one one dot com. Please. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Definitely. I'm gonna go
0: put my profile up for sure. Yeah, right. me too. I didn't I mean, know that was an option. We don't we don't have a hard line, so it's gonna be like important yeah. for us to do that. Same. So, yeah, so if you have not clicked the subscription button yet after this episode, you need to go ahead and do that. Because yeah, go
1: leave us a review too. That would really help us out. we we need some reviews. Yeah, we need to and if you do, we'll we'll give you a shout out.
0: Yep. Maybe we'll even mail you a sticker. Yeah. That'd be cool.
1: We got some new stickers.
0: Woo! <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so go ahead and hit the subscription button, notification bell there on YouTube to find out about new episodes. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, pretty much any social media platform you want. Uh, You can also find us on the webpage at homeownershow.com. You can send us a message at info at homeownershow.com. And please remember to join us next week, December the 17th, at our live show at the Thistle Draft Shop down in Spring, Texas. We would love to meet you, give you a sticker share a beverage, share a laugh, mostly at Kevin's expense. Um, Most yeah, and, of them are. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Kev?
1: And I think it's all, Chip. Thank you so much for, for joining us today. It was, uh, it was great. And, um, yeah. Um, you said it all, Craig, so I think that's about it. Join us next Tuesday, and every Tuesday is new episodes release, and we'll see you next time. See ya.